This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, July 18th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Galley. The AgriPulse team is on hand in Cleveland today as the Republican National Convention begins. We'll be talking to delegates and policymakers and also watching efforts by the GOP and the Trump campaign on the sidelines of the convention to reach out to the agriculture sector. The future event for farm and agriculture will be Wednesday with the Great American Farm Luncheon. A representative of Trump's campaign will be on hand, along with the chairman of the House and Senate Agriculture Committees, Mike Conaway and Pat Roberts, respectively. Conaway told AgriPulse that he would like to hear Trump start talking about the positive impact that trade has on the U.S. economy and farmers in particular. But Trump gave no sign of doing that during his news conference Saturday, where he introduced Indiana Governor Mike Pence as his running mate. Trump said voters are, quote, tired of a country that has terrible trade deals. And he called the North American Free Trade Agreement, quote, the worst economic deal in the history of the country. During a joint interview on CBS 60 Minutes last night, Trump repeatedly interrupted Pence when the government was pressed to explain his differences with Trump over the Trans-Pacific Partnership and other trade deals. Pence insisted that they both support free trade, and he called Trump one of the best negotiators in the world. Warming for a race? Vilsack attacks Trump. There's a continued speculation that Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack could wind up as Hillary Clinton's running mate. And Vilsack was harshly critical of Trump during an interview over the weekend with NBC News in Iowa. Vilsack compared Trump to disgraced financier Bernie Madoff. During the interview, Vilsack also brushed off suggestions that he isn't adequately prepared to handle foreign policy. Vilsack made the point that food and agriculture is vital to international relations, signing a meeting with King Abdullah of Jordan, where the monarch asked for help bringing agriculture to Syria. USDA moves into Havana. Vilsack announced Saturday that he's been given the green light to send a temporary USDA representative to the U.S. Embassy in Cuba. Vilsack, speaking at the National Governors Association meeting in Des Moines, said he'll send his new envoy into Havana in August for a three-month detail while the department works on making the position permanent. And that's where Congress comes in. A USDA official tells AgriPulse that the Obama administration is asking appropriators for an extra $1.5 million in fiscal 2017 to keep a lasting presence in the island nation. Cuba already imports U.S. agriculture commodities, but farmers, lawmakers, and USDA officials believe that by building better ties with the country and chipping away at the long-standing trade embargo, the U.S. could be selling a lot more corn, soybeans, chicken, and dairy products. Closer to the finish line on TTIP negotiations. U.S. and EU negotiators have accomplished plenty, including agreements to eliminate duties on 97% of trade tariffs. But there's still a long way to go on other issues. That's the word of U.S. Trade Representative Michael Froman. Speaking from Brussels at the 14th round of TTIP negotiations, Froman said, We've got text on the table in nearly all of the negotiating areas, and we're now deep into the process of resolving differences and negotiating agreement text. Negotiators met all last week and will set down again today to begin a second week of talks in this latest round. One of the big issues the negotiators hope to make headway on this week is an agreement on how to align procedures for import inspections and sanitary and phytosanitary audits. 
Froman gets TPP support from governors. Froman joined a group of governors at the National Governors Association meeting to promote the benefits of the Trans-Pacific Partnership and urge support for approval of the 12-nation pact before the end of the year. Governors Terry Branstead of Iowa, Terry McAuliffe of Virginia, and John Bell Edwards of Louisiana joined Froman at a press conference. The Associated Press quoted McAuliffe as saying, The rhetoric in this presidential campaign has been so over the top and predicting that once we get through this presidential election, more common sense will prevail. AFL-CIO to dog candidates on TPP. AFL-CIO President Richard Tromka says his organization is going to be doing its best to persuade lawmakers not to ratify the TPP this year after the November elections. AFL-CIO members will be working to pin down lawmakers on their TPP opposition or support ahead of the elections. Trumka told reporters every candidate, whether in the House or the Senate, will be asked and we will demand an answer about what they will do in the lame duck session. Louisiana Company recalls catfish. It's not just catfish from Vietnam that's in the sights of the USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service. FSIS officials have been inspecting U.S. raised catfish since March 1, and Friday a recall of domestic product was issued. Louisiana-based Herring Catfish announced its recall of over 21,000 pounds of catfish after residues of gentian violet, a chemical used to fight bacterial infections, were found. Congress ordered FSIS to take over catfish inspection from the FDA in the 2008 Farm Bill, but it wasn't until December that FSIS issued its final rule to do so. On April 15th, FSIS began inspecting imports and since then has rejected two shipments because they were contaminated with gentian violet and other chemicals. Here's today's He Said It. I would hope that whoever is sworn in as president in January will step back from some of their comments and be more practical. That's Representative Frank Lucas, a Republican of Oklahoma, when asked about Trump's threat to impose tariffs on imports from China. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, July 18th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Downey.